Kuanviyoma Law PLLC is 100% native owned and operated, founded by Viren Kuanviyoma. Their practice areas include corporate law, business transactions, finance, economic development, gaming, casino development, online gaming, real estate, environmental permitting and approvals, telecommunications, government affairs, employment and labor relations, historic preservation and cultural resources, and energy. Kuanviyoma Law is committed to making positive and lasting change in our communities as they support nonprofit volunteering. Community activism and employing Indian preference in hiring and vendor relations. Your family's health is important. Access and Kids Care can help you care for the people you care about. See a doctor on or off reservation at IHS Tribal and Urban Indian Clinics or anywhere else. Health coverage through Access and Kids Care is offered at no cost to tribal members, their children, and their grandchildren. To make an appointment with someone who can help you apply for health coverage, visit coveraz.org or call 211. If you already have Access or Kids Care, don't forget to renew. Cover AZ can help with that as well. That's C O V E R A Z dot org or call 211. The Vehongdem Creations is an indigenous woman owned small business specializing in handmade fine arts, primarily custom jewelry and attire. The artist behind The Vehongdem Creations is AJ Nakwaitiwa, and the work she makes explores the relationships between modern culture with a respect for Hopi traditions and values. The pieces she creates results from her hope to make indigenous art visible. Nakwaitiwa aims to promote and sustain the continued practice of those arts for future generations. You can find available work online at www.thevehongdemcreations.com, and you can also follow at thevehongdem under. Score on Instagram and Twitter or the Vehongnam Creations Facebook to stay up to date. are now listening to the Carl and J-Man Save the World podcast. I am your host, the five star, five diamond chef, J-Man. And with me is the guy that thinks it's morning all the time, Carl. All right. Let's Actually, you know what? what? I, 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 I kind of flubbed that. What I meant to say was the Gilligan to my skipper, Carl. Let's redo. I, I, let's, I, I think that was a proper, more proper. Let's redo that again, but with my voice over it. <laughs> <laughs> I, Good I, morning, America. It's great, great. You don't even know what time it is. You're trying to do the news. Like, good morning, America. It is now. It is now six o'clock in the morning right now. It is great. It is perfect outside. The weather is chirping with the birds and the bees and the ants that are crawling around. And it's planting season. Planting season all around. Breaking fourth walls, it's actually noontime. (laughs) It's lunch. It's not lunch. <laughs> it's not lunch right now. It's not lunch right now. We are back with a new episode. We're actually already up to uh, episode eight. Mm, yes, episode. We eight. are up to episode eight, and so we hope that you all enjoyed our topic from last week, which was a smorgasbord. I don't even know if you even typed it incorrectly or spelled it correctly in the. I, I don't think I even in, typed in the description. That's why I put quotation. But then marks you know we mostly kind of talked about alcoholism. Yeah. Yeah, as suggested by the listeners, and uh, it, it's kind of an interesting thing because I I'm getting back from a very long trip. Yeah, I was gone for 
almost a week and a half or almost two weeks. Well, I was gone for a week and a half. I was gone for almost two weeks. Vacation. And and so work-related Vacation. trips that Carl knows nothing about because uh, he likes to stay cuddled up to. He thinks species. like a council member. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's my new slogan. You think like a council member. But no, I was gone. So I was gone for, for a week and a half, almost two weeks. And then so I... I so I said to Carl, I'm going to be gone for an extended period of time. We have to record an episode just so that we're able to make the schedule and so that we could have a brand new episode for you all when it normally comes on. So we did that. But because time didn't permit then to record the special bonus episode and so all of our special paid listeners, all of our, all of our 30 pack circle of givers, members, know this because I told the story in the paid ad, but Carl was left to hold down the fort and create this extra episode. And so I'm thinking, you know, it's a, it's our a, 12 listeners, my guy, it's a, it's a small thing, you know, it's a, it's a small chore. You know, I, I, I trust this guy is going to get it done and show, you know, I make sure that, Hey Carl, you understand you got to get this done. Right. And he says, yeah, yeah, I, I understand. I got to get this done. I got a plan. I got a plan. I'm going to invite somebody. I'm going to have a special guest and then I'm going to do this. And so time goes. And then the day gets here that this special episode's supposed to be up. And I see that it's not up. I'm like, what the fuck's this guy doing? And I'm thinking maybe he's just editing it and it's going to come up throughout some part of the day. And then so I was like, hey, where's the bonus episode? <laughs> it's like, boss, I didn't get it done. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> Boss. And it's like this guy really delusional like, and thinking that he's the boss. It's like you would think that the most simplistic of chores that you leave, I guess you could call Carl a podcaster to get it done and he doesn't get it done. And then so for all you special listeners out there that pay us your hard earned money, it, it seems that Carl doesn't think too highly of you all, but I certainly think highly of you all. I really appreciate all the support that you give us. At some point we will make it up. Okay. Here's what really happened. <laughs> and you know, it's, it's, it's kind of funny because then, you know, I, we're, we're here recording and, um, because we have it, we, we do have a topic today and it's a topic that you actually, you got, you chose and I was being nice enough to allow one of your suggestions to funnel through the process and to actually make it to the recording floor. But then because this topic relates to another topic that we kind of did two episodes ago, I'm sorry, two seasons ago. And what that topic was, was Hopi Prophecies. And, you know, in that, in that episode, you annoyed me like really bad. And as we came up to today to record, and that's kind of what I had in the back of my head, like Carl's been really sassy lately. Like he's been really more annoying than usual. And I'm trying to think like, well, you know what, what what's the, why, why is he more annoying than usual? And then I think I kind of figured it out. It's because one, I gave you a new nickname that I don't think you quite like so much. What is my nickname? <laughs> your, your new nickname is full of Quita Carl. Mm. And then the other thing that I didn't think you were too happy about is that there was a real funny meme that was shared recently from our social media accounts. And basically, it's uh, if you were to look at Carl with uh, beer goggles on six yeah. beers deep, yeah. that you actually look like an IG model until you fall asleep and then the buzz wears away. And then the next day you look like you. So <laughs> how 
Okay. So how did you know that I was like that if you don't even have social media anymore? Because it was uh, screenshotted and the picture was sent to me in addition to all of the comments that followed the meme. And so it got a lot of engagement. And so. Oh, really? Yeah. So a lot of people really enjoyed Carl's two by two pictures to where one is <laughs> six beers deep and then the next is you just waking up. <laughs> well, you know, I, I do appreciate that though. You know, I, I do, <laughs> I do really appreciate that. Just as long as you guys are engaging in the posts and I don't really mind, I don't really mind doing that. Just as long as J-Man is not being portrayed on there as well too, because if there is more Carl than J-Man on there, then I don't mind at all. <laughs> you could dress up Carl. You could put Carl in a dress and uh, put makeup all over his face. And as long as J-Man doesn't share the spotlight, he's all right with that. I'm all right with that. Just as long as there's more Carl than J-Man, I'm okay with that. So. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, we're we're going to be talking about uh, a special episode, which, I yeah, it has to deal with like the, the prophecies as well, too. But it's going to deal with like uh, the, the hit TV show, uh, Ancient Aliens, kind of like. And so this is this is kind of a I guess why I'm trying to tie it in with the previous episode that we did talking about Hopi prophecies, and I think that this was two seasons ago, because then you know just to kind of get some uh, I guess uh, recap of what it was that we talked about, and especially of aliens, is going to be a key component of uh, this episode and how it ties in with prophecy. I just wanted to make sure that we weren't regurgitating the same conversation that we yeah. had in that yeah, last yeah, episode. Yeah. But that last episode kind of made me laugh because one of the things that I learned is that our fra- our favorite word, this is you and I, our favorite word is concept. And we kept saying concept <laughs> like it was a period. And it's like every single idea that came out of our mouth had to deal with some sort of, of concept. concept. And then the other thing thing that came out from that previous episode was you claimed that you didn't know what the show ancient aliens was yeah i didn't know what the ancient aliens was because i never really watched it to the to the degree but now i know because i've been binge watching ancient aliens (laughs) crazy and it's not i mean it's not bad it's not a bad thing but it's it it kind of ties into the historical part of it but it doesn't tie into like the the professional historical part of it because that's what they that's what they earmarked it as is like it this is not like a professional um what is a professional um delegation or dedication to like real history this is sort of like the sub genre of history and they made that clear in the first episode like the very very first episode they said that this is not this is not um real science this is basically pseudoscience here that we're talking about even if we think that we're right in a way it may seem like there's not enough evidence to support our cause And then the other thing, too, that came up from that episode, and I realized why we were arguing, is because you refused to accept that the movie Terminator is in the classification of of end-of-the-world movies. Really? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. Yeah. Okay, cool. But we are talking about aliens and... To share with the listeners that, you know, when we did this whole brainstorming at the beginning of the season, trying to decide what it is that we were going to talk about, you threw this topic idea out. Yeah. And I didn't want to do it because I thought it was stupid. 
But then as the end of the season goes on, it becomes difficult to try to come up with a topic yeah. to yeah. where both you and I have the same amount of expertise to where we could actually have a, a real conversation and yeah. not have to bring somebody in yeah. to try to do uh, an episode and then have that whole circus where you're trying to um, join up schedules. And so... Why are we talking about aliens, Carl? What is your infatuation? What is your interest about aliens? I think the reason why is because ancient aliens, um, they name Hopi a lot in their episodes. <laughs> so so you're saying ancient ancient aliens has now become one of your favorite yeah, series. If you watch a, series. if you watch ancient aliens, they mention the word Hopi a lot. Where, where can you find the show ancient aliens? You can aliens? find it on uh, YouTube. You can just download YouTube or Netflix or anywhere else. I mean you just say ancient aliens. I think it's on the history channel website I, as well can too. I, can I find it on Paramount Plus? Yeah go ahead. Can, can I find that? it on HBO Max? Yeah those are for uh no, is I it on Disney Plus? I don't think so. <laughs> but no, I I think I think it's because like you know Hopis have this really really uh, unique culture that behind the sea as like you know oh this must not their their culture does not relate to any other culture in the you know United States here so it, they must be uh, uniquely tied in with something non non uh, human like. So in the in the you know in the ancient aliens episodes you hear that a lot you hear like you know oh this is what the Hopi Indians have uh, did back in the past have built like you know these monuments here and you'll, you'll they'll talk about Chaco Canyon they'll talk about like you know Monument Valley you know being like the the foreground of like alien landing sites and stuff and one episode to me kind of uh, gave me an idea was that uh, like you know a what Ovi. Uh, what Ovi was one of their one of their uh, focus just for a segment in there in one of the episodes and they were saying that a lot of this stuff that the the creation stories that were brought up were from uh, you know an ancient ancient village that was in uh, you know in the uh, eastern part of uh, United States uh, Arizona and so you know that guy with the crazy hair i forgot what his name was it has like a weird name as well too and he was talking about like the hopis having a unique culture in a way that ties in with other cultures that are not from from uh from the united states so he was and he was basing that off of because how did how did we become such a huge civilization in such a short amount of time and what was the purpose behind all of these different things like that you know he was talking about the uh, like the the pyramids like you know he's talking about pyramids of giza he's talking about pyramids of mexico and stuff like that and when he was talking about that he was talking about like the like how Hopis have dedicated themselves to the stars as well too have dedicated themselves to like the higher the higher things because long time ago Hopis mapped out like specific points and they known this for a very very long time and that's what he was talking about is like there's a lot of the in the ancient what ovi kind of culture he was talking about and it's like you know there was there was these I guess there was this, like a church that was built there. And he was right about that. There was a church that was built there, the Christian church. But what was built on top of that... Catholic church. 
well, the Catholic Church. And what he said that what was on top of that was some sort of laboratory. And this was going way out of like his concept of like, because he's never been to Arizona. He's never been to there. But he was just thinking that this must have been a huge deeper underground chamber that has Hopis have dedicated themselves as scientists in a way. And so he was tying this into like another culture in Mexico, like the... Um, uh, uh, what was it? The, the Mayans, the Ol Olmecs and stuff. And he was trying to tie that into there. And so it was just weird concept of that. And I really got interested. I was like, this is so weird. This is like this weird pseudoscience kind of thing. I, I owe you an apology, Carl, because now I know what you feel like when I talk for 10 minutes. Yeah. And I feel probably the exact same way that you do. Kind of just thinking about other things and, you know, thinking, <laughs> wondering if I left the oven light on or making sure that uh, my, my truck has enough gas to get home because during that whole rant, I had yeah. time to think about other things. But, but my, my assumption, okay. my, my, my assumption is that um, you've had at least some sort of interest in the topic of aliens before you yeah. got introduced to ancient aliens. Yeah. And so what, what were what were some of your, I guess, causes as to why you had interest in aliens prior to you learning about this ancient alien show? Well, you know, the, the whole concept behind it was the, the history part of Hopi. And the history part of Hopi was because we do have a unique culture. Everyone take a shot when Carl says concept. <laughs> we do have a concept of... <laughs> <laughs> we do have a uh, what's a different word for concept? Well, well, I, I guess what I'm trying to ask you, like, is there any like uh, interest in the topic in the subject of aliens that doesn't have to do with Hopi culture? You know, um, before I was rudely interrupted, <laughs> we do have a concept. <laughs> Drink. <laughs> we do have a concept of of how we perceive like our culture, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because our culture is is deeply rooted with. With, uh, with with alien technology? No, no, not alien technology, but with like with the mothership, with like how Hopi was brought up, like during their travels. Mm -hmm. If you if you listen to the stories or like the the travel stories, like you know mm -hmm. the migration stories, yeah, you hear that a lot of the times is that they're traveling. Have we ever even talked about the migration story? I don't think podcast? we've ever ta talked about that. But if you hear the migration stories, and the migration stories have are different for every clanship mm -hmm. and i'm pretty sure that your clan is is way different than what my clan is but all in all like you know how we have marked our ways coming to what is called uh you know the, this is what this is what happened long time ago and in those travels they were brought into different types of sections of um like um different other regions long, long, long story short our people were instructed to migrate in all four directions yeah and that we would follow signs to essentially come to the the chosen land yeah which was still in a city okay go ahead continue. okay so in when, case anybody was wondering so when we were doing the traveling here we developed all of these different rituals different rituals that have been brought up from in time and memorial practices <laughs> and uh these different types of practices or rituals if you want to be specific about ritual it ritual concepts 
And this is what this is what brought up what real hope he is about, you know, because mm-hmm. you have Wu Tim, you have Soyalang, you have, you know, uh, you have all of these different men's societies, women's societies. Those are the types of things that have brought Hopi to the name of Hopi. Those are the it, things. It made what Hopi is. It made is. what Hopi is today. Or at least at the heights. At the, the heights of at our society. At the heights of religion of there. Of Hopi society. Yeah. And so when you think about that, you think about like all of those concepts how did that how did we as like a traveling people yeah going from place to traveling place traveling circus yeah basically just traveling from place to place and not knowing so we were the original ringley brothers <laughs> barnum and bailey not knowing that when we were when we were traveling those things we were developing a concept a Drink. concept yeah a concept of a of how to be Hopi. Mm-hmm. And then when we came here and started to build villages, I mean, mm-hmm. cause you mm-hmm. know, they're, they're not just, how many villages are here? 12 villages? 12 villages. They're not just 12 villages. According were, to Wikipedia. And there, there are more than multiple 12 villages back in the past. Mm-hmm. And when those, those villages there, those were all clan villages clan villages that made up those villages some of them you know have the corn clan some of them have you know all these different things like that and so when when time was there they started to condense each other to different bigger villages now that you have 12 villages so when when they were talking on ancient aliens they were talking about how <laughs> how our culture and how our language is so unique it's also part of like this uh what is it called the shoshonen uh language the shoshonen language i think that's what they were classified as I, I, if, if that's what they called it it's wrong because it's yido aztecan oh is it yeah I thought it was like the Shoshonen. No, no, no. Oh, my. And, and, you know, I, I guess that that's a, a lesson to the listeners out there, you know, take what you hear from ancient aliens with a grain <laughs> of salt. Carl wholeheartedly believes it though. But well, I, I that, don't, that just, that just shows you the kind of guy. He I is. don't believe it. I just think that it's very, very interesting to it. <laughs> so when you think about it, you, you think about like how these monuments were built back in like uh, Chaco Canyon. Like, uh, you back in, uh, what was that one in, um, uh, Homolovi, mm-hmm. you know, all of these different ancient, uh, places of gathering. Ancient ruins. Yeah. And you think of like Wibatki, mm-hmm. you know, the, this huge long house that mm-hmm. that's still there. Mm-hmm. And you think about all of these different things. And then you think about like, why did we not stay there? Mm-hmm. Like why, what, what was the purpose of not just staying there? If you guys had water, if you guys had planting, if you guys had, you know, a huge city, basically mm-hmm. dedicated just to that. See, you, see, there were urbans back then, Carl. And so I don't hear you <laughs> talking crap about those people. I am talking crap about those people. <laughs> but when you think about it, like in Homolovi was, was one of the biggest villages around. And I don't know if you've been to Homolobi before or recently. Drove past it on occasions. Yeah, I don't know if you've been actually in there recently. Driving past, been there, it's the same thing. <laughs> but there's a lot of clans. Now that- I get why you do this. It's kind of fun. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So there's a lot of that. There's you know there's a lot of clan ships, and I don't know where your clan has originated from. Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure about your migration story. Mm-hmm. But I know a lot about my migration yeah. story. You guys come from the Death Star or something like that? <laughs> so from a galaxy far, far away? So us Coyote clans, we actually do come from... Uh, we Our village was based with uh, Awatovi. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we had some clan ships in there. We had some clan people. That's why we have a lot of uh, Coyote clan in like uh, Walpi. Mm-hmm. 
And when we were traveling up towards this way, we we built a village called Siketki. Mm-hmm. And Siketki was like a, a village that was dedicated to the to the coyotes coyote clan mm-hmm. but it fell through mm-hmm. because of one story it because was, your ancestor carl from 10 generations ago so it fell was through instructed to do a special paid bonus episode while the real chief was gone and he didn't get it done and so yeah something like the that. whole village was so destroyed. you know it was it was uh it fell through because of a story you know because uh there was a race that had happened and i, I guess something had happened to a girl that was taken from there and mm-hmm. the the you know the boys tried to go over there and then they basically just burned down the entire village mm-hmm. so we migrated up towards uh ojaivi mm-hmm. ojaivi way but we weren't welcomed mm-hmm. you know the kikmungui up there did not welcome the coyote. Because he didn't trust you to make the bonus episode. He, he didn't. The Mongwe had to go off and do real manly things. So he didn't trust that. They didn't trust us in a way where because of what the stories were behind the coyote clan. Yeah. yeah. And so we ended up on the outskirts of it. Outskirts of uh, Ojaivi. Mm-hmm. And so we really had no real home to it. It was only then when uh, Kikmungwe said that, hey, okay, uh, I'll let you guys in. I'll let you guys in into here. And and with that, you guys have to do something for me. So I, I scratch your back, you scratch my back kind of deal. <laughs> and when you when you hear those stories like that and you hear a well, lot what, of- What did he ask you, you to do? When you hear these stories and when you hear all of these concepts, how did you scratch his back? So all in all, I mean, like (laughs) ancient, the ancient technology that had brought us here. He didn't ask you to record a special episode. (laughs) He, you know, all like these ancient uh, technology that brought us here because, Uh you know, traveling these great distances Uh from like Winslow to uh, Mm Awatovi to different places. I mean, it Mm -hmm. takes a car to travel, right? It takes maybe for you, but you know, some of us we got uh, something called legs. I, I, I don't know if you've ever used yours before, but but he, that was a means of transportation back in those days. But one thing that was really unique is about the time, the time and the dedication that it took to make these rituals, to make these ceremonies, to make these practices happen. Mm-hmm. And every clanship that is here has a dedication to that. And that's what these ancient alien guys thought about. It's like, you know, e- even though we're all one people, we're all one people. And I say that we're all one people, like in uh, other episodes. I don't know. Some some of you guys are kind of different. So <laughs> It's that we are unique. Each clan is unique in their I, own I, way. I, I think some of you Hopis that pray to the Easter bunny, you guys are kind of different. So. so when you think about it, that's what the ancient alien guy was kind of uh, bringing up about is that all of these ancient technology that brought us to where we are today is so lost in our culture. And when we think about it is that there is no way of bringing that back. There's no way of bringing these things back. And that's why he was so fascinated with the Hopi culture is because how did we think about like doing all of these rituals? What was the purpose behind these? Why did we, why did we have a snake dance? You know, why, what, what is the purpose of, dancing with the snakes you know what you know what is the purpose of uh, praying with cornmeal what is the purpose of doing all of these things and so you know that's what his influence was in the the ancient technology world is that comparing us to like a uh, like another ancient 
um, civilization, like uh, the Aztecs are pretty mm-hmm. much, you know, because they're all brought up uh, like their same way. They're all brought up in like an ancient way of believing in one God, believing in like uh, or like different but, but gods. Those societies aren't around anymore, and these societies aren't around anymore. So that's the infatuation is that's we're still the, around. yeah we're still around exactly and so that's what kind of got me into all the ancient aliens and so that's what i answered your question <laughs> the the question was what is your infatuation with aliens minus ancient aliens the show ancient aliens and then you just went into your dissertation about how you're in love with ancient aliens <laughs> because ancient aliens is in love with Hopis. Yeah. And so therefore you did not answer the question. I did. <laughs> I told you. But you know, I it's well, I, I guess for me, the thought of aliens, I, I think really the interest in it, I think really is derived from things like media, derived from things like Hollywood, because then you know you think about like all the movies all of the TV shows that have to do with this idea. So what is aliens. it? What is defined like an alien? What, uh, well, I, I, extraterrestrial is, is that, is that the scientific term for, for alien, uh, a life that is not of originating from earth. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, but I, I guess, you know, like, like thinking about like, I guess the larger scale, not just Hopi, but thinking about science, like supposedly this universe is so large that there's no possible way that we could be the only living beings in this vast amount of space and this idea that there's uh, multiple universes, that there are universes outside of ours, that somewhere, someplace, there has to be other life that exists. And so I, at least as far as, you know, I think the, the mainstream society, that that's where their interest in this idea of aliens is. And then like, uh, for me personally, that was the question I was going to ask you, you know, personally, what is your interest level in aliens outside of this idea of ancient aliens? Because I think them, they really tie this idea of aliens to Hopis. Well, not just Hopis, but any ancient civilization, their cultures and their histories. But basically what I was trying to get you, I was trying to get you to a place to where I could ask you things like, what are your favorite alien movies? Or what are some ideas that make you think, you, Carl, personally think that there is a possibility that there's life out there beyond this earth? I don't think there's life beyond uh, Hopi in the Hopi world. You know, you, you, you talk about Hopi mm-hmm. and you talk about like our journey through the, the afterworld. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't go up to the stars. We're not part of the stars. We go back home when mm-hmm. you think about that. And when you, you think go of, back to Soul's house, you, we go back to the originating or place. Or you go back to IHS and Tuba. You know, we go back to the originating place is like Sipapu. You uh-huh. know, we, we have where we where we came out from is like, you know, we came out from the ground, the third world, you know, into mm-hmm. enter mm-hmm. the fourth world. And when you think about, you know, when you hear about the, the stories, when you hear mm-hmm. about these different concepts of <laughs> stories, <laughs> you hear about the migration part of it going back you're going back home and every culture is is basically based around that as well too is going back home there's this symbol i i I don't don't know if you know what it's called in hopi i don't know what it's called but basically it's the swastika yeah and you know basically that's what the that's what it, it says is that we go in all these directions but yet we still come back to where it started yeah 
And so that's that's the that's the concept of like how Hopi is. And when you think about that, there <laughs> I'm confused, Carl. Do you want to talk about aliens or are you trying to talk about our our, our migration story? I'm I'm just gonna tie into that. I was just <laughs> barely gonna tie into that. But when you think about that and when you think about like the ancient aliens, they're kind of trying to compare us to different different uh, ways of of how we how we are unique, but not unique in a way with other cultures. And so this it I don't know the the concept behind like uh, like ancient aliens is so <laughs> <laughs> but, but BT dub ancient aliens is not sponsoring this episode <laughs> yeah. but if they would like to give us a give us a email at uh, cjpodcast85 at gmail.com. Yeah, exactly. I mean like we're not being sponsored by ancient aliens, but I wish that one guy was you know what, Carl? You know what's one thing that I've noticed about you? Yeah. Is that you get tired very quickly. But yet in this episode, you've been talking a majority of the time. Yeah. Which hardly ever happens. And so, you know, I, I think that this is a real Carl themed episode, which, you know, you deserve. You you work hard once in a while or once here and while. you know, actually get things done that, that you're supposed to. But I think the reason why that you have so much energy today and the reason why that you've been able to go on and on and on about your love for ancient aliens yeah, yeah. is because you've been on magic mind. I did. I actually drank one this morning and uh, it's really gotten my cognitive wheels going. And it's, it's like, you know, cause I watched ancient aliens binge watched it last night and, and a lot, a lot of that stuff has to deal with like, you know, the matcha that's in there, the, the green, the, what was it called? The lion's mane that's in there in the, in that magic mind potion there. And I really love that stuff i really do enjoy that stuff although the the taste is not for everyone <laughs> i still have to kind of uh you know cringe kind of bite my tongue a little bit when i drink that and for you i mean it's you you love that stuff you you take it like a you're you're basically IVing that thing into your. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those hats yeah. that has the two cups on the side, and I got a little straw that's going straight to you my know, mouth. If you were if you were drinking a, gallons of this stuff, if you on were the daily. if you were in a hospital and they say that we're going to put you on IV, and they're like, no, I need some magic mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, what magic mind is, it's a little shot that you take in the morning, yeah, and you take it with your morning routine, and so whatever it is that you do in the morning, if you like to drink that big large cup of coffee, or you know tea or whatever it is that you do to get ready to start your day that magic mind is also included with that and so it's supposed to give you that extra boost of energy it's supposed to help you keep you focused and in addition to that the thing that I really like about it is that it kind of mellows you out and so rather than being stressed out all day worrying about like you said it's planting season yeah, worrying yeah. about making sure that the field's ready while you're trying to do all these other chores on the side related to our white man's way of life and then also related to our Hopi way of life that magic mind has really helped mellow those thoughts out and so I'm able to go through my day without that normal level of anxiety that I normal ha normally have just taking that little shot every single morning with my coffee and so I still have the caffeine because I still haven't been able to ditch the 
the coffee, the coffee just yet, but then, you know, having that magic mind, I don't, I don't hit the wall anymore during that two o'clock afternoon hour that I normally used to do. And so I'm able to continue on my, through my day. In addition to that, magic mind has also given me the tolerance as far as the mellowing out portion to deal with you, Carl. So my days have been a lot happier. You know, I did use our code to buy some magic mind. Oh, awesome. oh my God. Yeah. I just barely came in just yesterday. So I have a whole supply of a uh, magic mind. Mind. Give so, me some. <laughs> buy your I'm own. About to run out. Buy your own. If you want to buy your own a magic mind, go to uh, magicmind.co slash Carl and J Man. And uh, you can use our code Carl and J Man. That's all just one word. And you can get up to uh, 50% off your subscription for the next 10 days with this code here. It's great. It's perfect. I love it. You know, it's, it's one thing that I'll replace from soda and uh, any other unhealthy drink. I'm on my last few runs of Magic Mind. So I might use our code, which is Carl and J-Man spelled C-A-R-L-A-N-D-J-M-A-N. Use that code and then you get a discounted price on the Magic Mind product, which is a great product. I think they send you like uh, 15 bottles yeah, and that's be able to get you through at least half the month and then you're able to use that at a discount get to see if it works out for you and if it does get yourself hooked on magic mind you'll be sitting next to me with that iv stuck into your blood veins pumping that <laughs> stuff pumping in. a magic mind into your veins exactly <laughs> oh i love that stuff so but yeah I, I i really do enjoy it i mean like the the you know the the taste of it it's 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 not for everyone do you so. know what will sabine is yeah, the wolf's mane. Yeah, and the wolf's mane. Lion's, Lion's mane. mane. <laughs> Do you know what wolf's mane? It's a mushroom. Okay. It's a mushroom. <laughs> just, just testing you. Just testing yeah. you. And so we'd like to thank Magic Mind for sponsoring this episode. Yep. For sponsoring aliens. <laughs> and so moving on with this topic of aliens. And so, you know, you, you kind of went on this whole love fest yeah. about the TV show yeah. Ancient Aliens. I and do what I can I, do. <laughs> and I, I think that my favorite aliens tv show would probably have to be actually got to think about that but i know that one of my favorite alien related topic movies is the movie aliens james cameron's aliens <laughs> it's a uh, with lieutenant ripley mm, okay i didn't see any visuals of hopey in that but it was a pretty good movie you know in ancient aliens they <laughs> they describe <laughs> they describe like uh different types of aliens <laughs> They just start describe like different types of alien, like the green man or the gray man that what they what they they kind of coined the concept mm -hmm, of. Mm -hmm. You know, the the gray man is like the the traditional looking alien where it has like the big head, big eyes, small mouth, two little nose nostril yeah. things. Yeah. And those are the types of aliens that um that that are deemed like they come down and they visit earth and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you have humanoid kind of aliens where they, where they kind of mimic, they kind of mimic like humans, but they're not really fully functional as human beings. So it's kind of hard to differentiate like the, the, the aliens are like the, like humans and aliens itself like that. And so when like going back to like the Hopi Hopi part of it going back to like the Hopi part or like the actually the ancient part of like all of these uh, Native American uh, civilizations the concept of the concept of that is that 
all of these things have to deal with like structures and culture and rituals, architecture, architecture, yeah, rituals, and so songs, yeah. What what is that、uh, field of study like when you study the stars in the sky?、Uh, astronomy, A- astronomy, 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 yeah. And so, like, all of these things have to deal with like the mapping of like the the world itself, and like it's not just like. How Bahana has mapped out the whole world, like you know,、um, like you know how you have maps that were mapped out by、uh, people on ships, you know, landing on ships or landing on islands, and then talk- I, I learned about that in a college course. It was one of my favorite classes. <laughs> really interesting. Yeah, and so when you think about it, like all of these ancient cultures that are still residing today, especially with the Hopi and the Aztec and the Mayans and the、uh, all of these different cultures there, and they they. You know they, that one was this. I keep forgetting what his name was. That crazy-haired guy, and he keeps on mentioning like Hopis and、uh, Aztecs and stuff like that. And he he really loves that type type of culture. But when you think about it, like there's a mound in、um, what was that? The mound of Cahokia. Remember that Cahokia? And they were saying that that was part of like a landing site. It was it like the, all the pseudoscience came out. During the summertime, yeah. After you plant your uyi, yeah, all your uyi comes up. Have you ever had any crop circles pop up in your <laughs> at your pasa? All the time. <laughs> like he was talking about, like the kahokia and like the ancient serpent and what that means, and like even even like the natives really didn't have like a, a direct answer to it. I guess it was just kind of their interpretation of like what. What these types of bounds mean, and so I guess when you think about it, like how did we think about these different things like that? Go going back to like the the green man or the gray man, and like the humanoid kind of aliens. Like so, there must have, he was like saying there must have been like this、uh, th- these these people that were worshiping like a like a smarter person, basically like a person that was not of this world here that. Taught them these things, but they were very comfortable around this person or this type of being in order for him to show us what to do. And so that was that. That was the kind of concept that I kind of got interested in. It kind of kind of geared me towards like you know this must be sort of like this sci-fi movie kind of thing. You know what's a really good alien movie? What Starship Troopers? Starship Troopers is a really good alien movie. Do you know that was like a, a propaganda movie? It was like a play on the propaganda, on war and things like that. No, like the ancient、uh, Nazi regime and stuff. If、oh, you, yeah, yeah, kind of like communism. Yeah, and- like that. It was like it was, it was basically played off of that. It was like the、um, like the ode to that. So you know what was not a good alien movie was Men in Black Two. That was with the Will Smith one, right?、Mm-hmm. Or with all of them were Will Smith. Yeah. But I guess when you're going back, Independence Day, really good one. But when you're going back to like the the ancient aliens, I guess I guess when you really break it down, is that maybe there was something that was actually helping Hopi in a way to like、uh, like make these cultures happen, or make our language happen, or make our You know, spiritual. Do, do you believe that? I don't. Do I, you believe that? I believe that there's something higher than us. I believe that there's something bigger than us. Do you believe that they're aliens? That's cruising that, on the mothership, and I I don't know if I believe in aliens. Drop like, their、uh, reconnaissance team down on Earth, but there is in the Hisset time. Okay, so but this is what Gua told me as、mm-hmm. well too. 
is that long, long time ago, they used to have these tawiyah, you know, tawiyah, the gourds. And what they would do is that they would, they would sit in these gourds and they would uh, like skip and they would fly very, very long distances. And this is how Hopi traveled long, long time ago. That's why these, like these uh, tawiyah or gourds were cut in like the, like the ayah, the ayah, the, you know, the rattle, the rattle gourds. Those were basically the same concept of like, you know, skipping and traveling as, as that. You, you know that they have uh, those, uh, those motorized wheelchairs. Yeah. That people who are unable to walk around on their own. Yeah. How they cruise around. Yeah. People like you that were too lazy to run from <laughs> Homolobi to what over you guys probably got in those Tawiyas and then <laughs> use your Pawaka magic to get yourself from point A to point B. <laughs> in um, what was that culture preservation yeah you know I was there one time and they were just telling me all about these different types of things and mm -hmm. how like Hopi mm -hmm. like all these ancient and they were showing me like newspaper clippings mm -hmm. from back in the 1940s 40 eras and one of them one of these uh, newspaper clippings showed like uh, Hopi Indians dancing in like Texas or something or somewhere. Mm -hmm. And what this was, was that uh, I guess this guy, this Pahana guy, he came down from Texas or something like that. And he saw, uh, he saw a dance. He saw a, a ceremony here and miraculously it, it started to rain mm -hmm. like these, like, you know, we were the bringers of rain and he was so like infatuated with that. Like, how did you guys do that? So he invited the Hopi Indians to go to his farm and do that same ceremony there. And then what did we do? We did that. We did the same thing. We went over and we, and you know, the, the Hopis went over there and they danced, they performed their rituals over there and lo and behold it started to rain and he said that you guys hold a mysterious power you're talking like a real anthropologist right now Carl. <laughs> that's what i was just told so <laughs> do you do you at all think shows like ancient aliens because when you watch the show right like they're not hopis that are talking they're bahanas they're yeah. Pahanas that are primarily talking. They're Pahanas that are primarily sharing these ideas yeah. of how aliens influenced ancient cultures. And we've mentioned that Hopi is a, a culture that's primarily featured. And I, I think, you know, I don't know this if it's for a fact, but I think it's for the fact that we still exist because you can't dig up the Aztecs and then, you know, ask them these questions. You can't dig up the pharaohs of uh, e the e Egyptian society and then ask them these questions. But Hopi, you know, we, we still are existing in our the, uh, ancestors the, uh, that, yeah. know, that established this, these civilizations that you've discussed about, you know, Homolovi, Wapatki, um, all of these different places. But do you think that that type of show is harmful towards Hopi in any way? Because then, as I mentioned, that it's not Hopis that are sharing these stories, but rather it's Bahanas and their interpretation. Basically, it's their interpretation of the of the Hisat time. And to me, it's it's still this idea. And we did talk about this in the uh, prophecy episode, but it's this idea that our societies in the long, long ago, and you did mention this, that they were so highly developed that there was such um, 
such a sense of advancement in terms of architecture. There was an advancement of astrology. There was an advancement of navigating. But it's this belief that they're dumb Indians. There's absolutely no way that they could have established these types of societies without some sort of help. Yeah. But because there's no evidence whatsoever that would present that Bahanas were here during that time, because usually that tends to be the narrative these days. Yeah. That, you know, we're not smart enough to take care of ourselves. It's the, the white people have to come and wipe our asses. That we couldn't have possibly have done what we have done unless there was some sort of advanced society helping us. Yeah. And so I guess kind of talking about it in that way, then do you think that ancient aliens is then, then does it become harmful? But then, you know, I, I guess, you know, I probably primarily where, where you're coming from, because I guess within this ancient alien show, because I did have to watch a few clips before we started recording, but then they do discuss a lot about, what you just discussed as yeah. far as our migration. Yeah. Because yeah. then, you know, at in the Hisat time when we first came here, that we came up from the Sipa Apuni and our people were instructed to leave our footprint on the land because we were here first. Yeah. And this was our way of establishing that, was that we were basically physically going to make our presence felt by building these different places to live, and then leaving them because then that's proof that we were here. All of these different ruins that we talk about now, the Wupatkis, the Homolovis, the, I don't know, the Betatakins or whatever it's called, you know, the places down in Canyon de Shea, then all throughout um, the Southwest and all throughout, you know, the rest of the country. But then I think because they use that part of our history. Yeah. To kind of frame this idea that ancient aliens were helping us in some way, shape, or form, then it becomes this idea that they had to have had help to know where they were trying to get to. And then, in a sense, it helped us bring us here. It, yeah, I guess that's what you're you're saying. Is not, but it's not all just Hopi. It's it's all the civilizations. It's all of the ancient civilization going back to like the uh, uh, the Egyptians, the Mayans, the Olmecs, the you know the Toltecs, and all of these different ancient civilizations that once existed. Ha, they were they were bringing up that concept of like you know there must have been something that did help them in a way. But there's no real definitive proof of it. Mm -hmm. Although there are like codices and there are, there are pictographs kind of depicting, uh, you know, um, explaining that mm -hmm. it might be that. But all in all, I mean, like they were showing one on there on ancient aliens. They were showing like a picture of like a spaceman. It was like a, an ancient spaceman that was in the Aztec culture. And it was one of the uh, one of the the leaders that was there, and he they said that this is his burial, um, his manifestation mm -hmm. here. It's it's carved into a stone, and on the bottom you can see him laying, but in a really unique way. That they're like you know because all of these burials that they've did that basically they dug up, they're not like this. They they don't they don't bury them like this. Like you know they don't bury them uh, in this type of position. So why did they draw like uh, <clears throat> or like <clears throat> why did they make this picture into like a a person that is laying in a in like a uniform kind of like 
in like a spaceship like and this this thing like had like knobs and buttons and stuff like that that was drawn onto there as well and you know that guy that the crazy haired guy he was going off of that is like this is not a burial manifestation of his of his life story this is a this is a spaceship here this is his own way of you know saying that this is a spaceship that he's not going to the afterlife he's going somewhere beyond the stars and it goes back to show you that bahanas are crazy in a way bahanas are crazy to make up these different things like that and i don't know if if we have stories like that like you know i don't think we do have stories hopis have stories like visitors like that or like we have like uh the coyote and the um, you know the roadrunner stories and all of those different types, but we don't have stories like, you know, spacemen visiting Hopi in a way. I, I think that like if you were to, to YouTube Hopis and aliens and a lot of these clips of uh, the, the ancient aliens would pop up and then like, but to me, like when, even though like maybe some of these videos, like we would kind of find them comical or not necessarily like factual. Yeah. Yeah. But then to me, it's like the idea came from somewhere because then I've noticed that when you Google Hopis and aliens, the one of the main thing that that pops up is this idea of uh, the blue star Kachina. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you've seen that online before or anybody out there that's ever Googled that, that you find this story online. But then it all relates to prophecy. Yeah. And I don't know, perhaps that maybe because Hopis have had we do have a. Uh, somewhat of a specific idea of how the world's going to end. Yeah. And because we have this idea of how the world's going to end, then I think that, that the alien theorists, that it really kind of gets them really going and gets them excited because then it's like all of these things, the interest and in, I guess the, how, how, how we came to be, like yeah. you shared our, our migration story to yeah. where we are. The fact that Hopi is considered an ancient civilization and the fact that we're still a living civilization yeah. Yeah. and that, you know, we could speak at least, you know, to some degree of what our, a lot of the historical stories and ideas that have been shared throughout generations up to where we are now. And then having this intricate prophecy of, of how the world's going to end. And so therefore I think that that's why it gets all roped in with this idea of aliens. And, you know, because then, you know, like that, like, cause Hopis, I, I know that for a fact that at least in the Hisat time and how it relates to our culture and for sure, how it relates to how we navigate the days, as far as like a calendar, it does tie to what's in the sky. It does have to tie in with the sun and the stars and the moon. And, but because we use that as a compass, we do use it as guiding points and then therefore, oh, you know, they're looking up into space. That must mean that there's some sort of tie between Hopis and aliens because then, you know, who else could they be looking up to if there's some sort of communication between our people and the skies? And, you know, I, I wouldn't be... I guess, you know, at least uh, kind of cutting ancient aliens out for a while and talking yeah. about Carl and J-Man. Okay. I, I do... I feel like that there could be aliens because then, you know, it's this idea if that if there's such a vast amount of space outside of just Earth, then, you know, what are the calculations? And then this, you know, tie in mathematics with it, that the probability that there are other life forms out there, that it has to be it has to be true that there are 
beings elsewhere. Yeah. But I guess, you know, this idea of do they really visit Earth in our history? And did they really have an influence on our ancestors or ancestors of other existing civilizations that might be descendants from some of those the other groups that's primarily featured on the ancient alien show the Aztecs or the Egyptians Mayans etc Cahokia you know all of that stuff um, do I believe that that could have happened possibly I've watched the movie uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, <laughs> movie The Eternals yeah. where it's this race of highly sophisticated aliens they come to Earth and they vastly had influence on the development of societies primarily protecting them from another alien predatory species and so you know possibly that that could have happened have I ever heard any of our elders talk about aliens not really not really although Although the one thing that I have heard is that some of our spirit friends that we pray to, that we acknowledge, that visit our villages throughout the year, that their homes, their true homes, go beyond this realm of earth. Yeah. And so that's the only thing that I've ever thought about that ties into this idea and this belief of aliens. Hmm. That is very, very interesting because like when we when we hear the stories, when we hear the the ancient stories of how how we became to be, there really is no mention of otherworldly beings that that come down. It's mainly just uh, well, who we encountered, what we encountered mm-hmm. here already here on the on the on, earth, on the earth. Mm-hmm. Just like when we came up to the fourth world, uh, the story goes is that we saw moss out, you know. Although the way that you are, I, I think you really live in this glittering world, of the, <laughs> this fifth world of the Navajos. So. so when we when we came up, we saw moss out and, you know, we, we said that, hey. Masau, according <laughs> to the YouTube videos. <laughs> no, it's not Masau, it's Masawa. <laughs> according to one of the movies that was made back in the 70s, that's from Hotbella. Called uh, <laughs> but when we when you hear about the story like that, you hear about Masao and the concept of Masao, the concept of Masawa, <laughs> and we the you know people the people asked him like you know hey whose land is this basically, mm-hmm. and he said that this is my land. Mm-hmm. You can live here if you follow my my rules or my if you follow my way of living. my way of life. Yeah. And so he gave him, uh, they gave, basically the people that were there gave them three things, basically. He gave them. He gave them three things. things. Which was. Masao. Yeah. He gave them. Masawa. And he gave them a stick. A soya. A soya. Digging, planting stick. Planting stick. He gave them an ear of corn, a blue ear of corn. Mm -hmm. A single ear of corn, actually. And he gave them the knowledge of how to live here on this earth here. And he said that these are the things that I live by. It is very, very hard to live how I live. But if you live the way that I live, you can basically become your own people. Mm -hmm. And so the people said, hey, why don't you become our leader? Mm -hmm. 
And Masa said, no, I'm not going to do that. I, I can't do that. You're going to be because your you own. people are at some point in time going to produce a kid named Carl. <laughs> He's going to bring all of society down. And I will not be responsible for that. He said that there will be a man who will only be named J-Man. <laughs> <laughs> who no, likes no, to travel? No middle or last name. <laughs> who likes to travel and call who it work? To, yeah, and call it call it work. But no, you know. And so these people said that okay, we'll follow in your footsteps. And to this day, we are not following in his footsteps. <laughs> <laughs> Because he knew. Because he, he already knew. knew. That we're he already knew that. Yep. He knew but, that we had corruptible hearts. But when you look at it, do you think Masawa is an Masao. A- Masao is an is an alien? I don't think so. I I don't think so. I I feel like that he was probably uh some sort of powerful being that that was here yeah and i believe that because you know he does claim this he does claim this earth that this earth does belong to him and so uh he was probably created for the purpose of controlling this area or protecting yeah. it or holding it or whatever you yeah know, the, the term may be and then we just happened to pop up and then you know asked him for permission to be here and then he granted it and then we're still here and uh, the, the thing I was going to ask you specifically, because it's funny because, you know, when we, we did that whole prophecy episode, yeah. we never got to the prophecy. Like we were too busy <laughs> arguing about Terminator and whether it fell in the end of the world movie category and you were too busy. Well, both of us, you know, uh, not to shift all the blame to you, but we were too busy trying to see how many times we could say concept in a podcast episode yeah. that we never got to the end. But then, you know, like our, our prophecy, the Hopi prophecy, it's out there like it's 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 in books it's on youtube videos but basically we believe that the or at least according to the hopis that we believe this world is going to be destroyed by a third world war yeah and so that's that's the the such the intricate prophecy but there's all these signs that have predicted that's leading up to where we are and then you know we're in this phase right now called koyanis katsi and they made a video about that too, the Pahanas. And so there's actually a DVD out there called Koyanis Katsi. Which has nothing to do with Hopi. Which has nothing to do with Hopi, but rather has everything to do with the environment and, yeah. <laughs> and, and what we're leaving it in. But, you know, after Koyanis Katsi, that there's another phase. I think it's called Pawak Katsi or something like that. Yeah. And then the last one is uh, another phase. I forget what that one's called. Na, na Koy Katsi or something like that. And so basically when we get to that very last phase, it's kind of like there's no turning back. Like the world's going to end no matter yeah. what. But at least as far as being in Koyanis Katsi, like we still have time to try to go back to our old teachings and to live this life that was given to us by Masao. And in order <laughs> to save ourselves from imminent doom, but because, you know, all the corruption, it's leading us towards this point of no return. And that's the reason why every year we have Buamaya, what is called Buamaya, meaning that Buatota means to like purify. purify. Yeah, to purify ourselves. But it doesn't work every year. <laughs> 
<laughs> we still have gamblers. We still have <laughs> our our prayers are tainted because then we argue over who should be allowed to get Wimka and who shouldn't. <laughs> exactly, and though that's just one part of the prophecy that you know the the Hopis have have dedicated themselves to. Although the dedication is slowly fading in in that way. Well, you know the the one thing that I do know also as far as aliens and how it relates to Hopi is actually you know there is a group of uh, Hopi men from your village like around the 1960s yeah. 1970s yeah. Hotvela men and that there was one in uh, particular who did believe that you know there were aliens mm-hmm. out there and that you know dedicated himself to trying to get in contact with visitors from another world in yeah. order to save us basically I at least I think I, I, I think that that's what it was and so, you know, that there are Hopis out there that do believe in the existence of extraterrestrials. Um, and, you know, I, I guess they would have to take a lot of thinking because then, you know, like a lot of these ideas, especially like that you learn from, I guess, like subject areas related to science, like you think about um, physics mm-hmm. and, you know, like that, this idea of mathematics that based on those teachings or based on that structure of knowledge that it does point towards this idea that aliens probably do exist because there are multiple multiple universes yeah or the multiverse yeah as us mcu fans like to call it and that you know there's possibility that there's carl and j-man's an infinite number of us in infinite other universes that are talking about, I wonder if aliens exist and, you know, rather not knowing that we're all talking about each other. Remember that show, the, the big bang theory. Yeah. That break off show Sheldon. Uh huh. Remember that show? There was that, uh, young Sheldon, the young Sheldon. Yeah. The, there was that one in one of the scenes, young Sheldon was pulled into the principal's office because he answered a question correctly that could not be answered. Mm-hmm. And so, Shell, young Sheldon stated that he divided. Um, he there he you can't divide by zero mm-hmm. because the zero doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Zero, the concept zero doesn't exist, mm-hmm. and so you know the the professor said that no, you know zero does exist because mm-hmm. without it we wouldn't have nothing. And so he's like, but you can't prove that there can't be nothing. And so he's like, can you prove that there is nothing of a zero? And he's like. No, you're right. We can't prove anything that's a, that, that's of a zero. And so when uh, the clip that I saw was on Facebook and then it came all of these different types of people out from the woodwork. <laughs> it brought all these- All of these math- people, mathematicians. Yeah, and, and they were saying, exactly, this is exactly true because- physics, Yeah, because people. you cannot prove that nothing exists without having something. Like you can't have- you can't, you can only have like one single thing. So one of the thing was like, you can have an apple and then when you eat it, there's nothing left. Yep. That is the concept of zero. But when you have nothing in there, then you have something that's brought up. That is what is called nothingness before. So you can't prove that there is nothing before something happens. So in, in layman's terms, you can't prove there's nothing there. You can't prove it because there has to be something for it to be proven that there is nothing there. Something has to exist in order for nothing. And who thought about these different things was the Aztecs. Aztec was the first people to develop zero. Oh, really? Zero was the the main number that they developed was zero as a concept number of nothing. Mm-hmm. And so what that means is that, but it's only a, just a symbol of nothing. 
before something happens, mm-hmm. but they could not prove that there was something before that happens, only mm-hmm. just the symbol itself. And so that's what, going back to the ancient aliens again, this is what the crazy hair guy was talking about as well. <laughs> you got to figure out what his name I, is. I can't, I can't remember his name. Give him like, a shout out on the next episode. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he'll bring us on and maybe he'll actually get some Hopi guys to talk about <laughs> Hopis and aliens on the TV show. Exactly. And so, uh, you know, really quickly. And then we'll get on there and then we'll say Masao and then they'll, oh, no, it's, it's, it's Masao. It's Masawa. <laughs> And so going back real, really quickly. So going back to that is like, you know, this is what ancient part of technology has brought us to is the the concept of something that was never there, bringing us something that was always been there or bringing us something that has been there or had had been there. I don't know how you would phrase that. My mind's already blown. Like I, I don't even, <laughs> none of this is being absorbed at the moment. So uh, you know, congratulations to like the the Aztecs, the the ancient people that developed this type of number for us to have in the modern world. Mm-hmm. And those are the types of things that have dealt with. And these a- ancient alien guys basically said that this is part of the alien race. And in, in giving us an awesome insult to call each other, because, you know, as far as the level of coolness Carl has, <laughs> it's, the value is zero. I always have something, uh, it's, it's a concept. That when we, I see all our snake clan guests <laughs> and all our sun clan guests, you know, I think the Aztecs, do you want to get with a hero, J-Man, or do you want to go with the zero, Carl? <laughs> they said that uh, the ancient aliens thought of zero, so I'm going to go with Carl. So. <laughs> but if you guys have gotten this far, I congratulate you guys because, yes, listening to me rant for for basically over the half of half an hour <laughs> listening to you to jerk listening to you jerk off to ancient aliens yeah i was so super excited to talk about this i there was more things that i wanted to talk and about and i i think you should thank me for letting you do this it's well you know i'm not going to i rewarded thank, you I'm not for thank- after the fall that you had last <laughs> week i'm not thanking you because i i knew that this was going to happen <laughs> i already knew that <laughs> so prophecies you, prophecies <laughs> So if you guys want to and subscribe. if you guys out there are drunk for playing Carl's <laughs> drinking concept game. Yeah, I suggest that I you go. I hope you guys I suggest, end up in the hospital as I a suggest, that. Yeah, I suggest that you guys go to the hospital, get some magic mind in your veins. Because <laughs> <laughs> that stuff is, is pretty good stuff. Powerful stuff. Liquid gold. Yeah, exactly. So if you guys have gone this far, thank you guys. If you guys want to listen to our paid episodes, Go to I'm anchor. back from vacation, so they'll be uploaded. I Go to anchor.fm slash CJ podcast, and you'll see a, a link that will link you to the paid subscriptions. Also, too, with that, I think there's uh, the drawing that is going to be done, uh, I don't know, today, tomorrow. I'm, I'm not too sure about that. But uh, if you guys want to enter into those drawings, do that as well, too, because there'll be more in the future. Subscribe and you get pr- uh, special privileges. I think so. Uh, due to well, we'll have to get AJ yeah, on the podcast to explain, to explain all it all because I, you know, just hearing like bits and pieces she, like she that. She does all the hard work, we just talk shit and <laughs> take all the glory. <laughs> all right, if you guys want to do that, go ahead and do that. 
If you're not following us on our social media accounts, you can find us at Carl and J-Man all across the boards on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to give us a five-star review because your podcast isn't five stars unless your Apple Podcast says you're five stars. If you're listening to this on anything other than Spotify, don't forget to give this episode a second listen on Spotify because Spotify does sponsor us and they uh, give us some change in our pockets every once in a while don't forget to get that magic mind and i think that's it all right well thank you for listening to carl and j-man save the world podcast my name is carl and this is my best friend j-man so long concept <laughs>